Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Top Gun 2, man. Buddy, I, can, I can't Top wait. I can, I'm going to have to go every morning, just ride, ride a bike up and down between Redondo and Manhattan Beach here in uh, Southern California and just to wait for when they do the volleyball scene so I can jump in with my jorts. Oh, no, no, no. You got to wear jeans. You gotta wear jeans. Maverick, they all wore jeans. You gotta wear jeans. We're updating it Maverick for a new millennium. Jeans. You gotta wear a George to play volleyball. That's right. Maybe some jeggings. Time I don't know. Too man. It's happening. I'm so excited. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info. Visit geico.com. Maybe tonight I'll do the whole show like Michael Ironsides. First place. Iceman, second place. Maverick, just two points behind. And on Twitter right now, people are going, Tony Bruno's back. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> her call side is Charlie. She's a civilian, so you do not salute her. But you better listen to her, because the Pentagon listens to her. 
What, they, what do they do with Kelly McGillis? Oh, I hope she's back somehow. She's got to be back. All right. She's got to be somehow and convince somebody not to go crazy. Like, that's got to be Kelly. I had a huge thing for Kelly McGillis, man, right after Top Gun. Oh, my goodness. Top Gun 2, man. Top Gun 2. Throughout the night, you'll hear Jason squeal like a fanboy over this announcement and Tom Cruise getting after it. There's- hey. Big movie opening, so why not throw that out there for people? There's two stories tonight. Really, there's three stories tonight. There's Michael Conforto's night. There's Top Gun 2. And there's what we're going to spend the bulk of the show on tonight. A game that you thought was going to go one way. It turned out the other way. You thought it was going to end one way for LeBron James. It ends the other way. The Cavaliers take a three games to one lead in the Eastern Conference Final. They beat the Celtics 112-99. to This despite the fact that LeBron James went to the bench with four fouls early in the second quarter. The Celtics had a 10-point lead at halftime. And in the second half, Kyrie Irving decided, you're not going to do it, LeBron. I'm going to carry this team. Kyrie Irving goes for a career-high 42 points. LeBron James starts hitting unbeatable LeBron James shots in the second half. He finishes with 34. And the Cavaliers, after a first half, which can best be described as, are we really going to have the same thing as Game 3? Is LeBron James going to play disinterested again? Because that was the first half for LeBron James. And in the second half, Cleveland decided, we're going to play, and now we're going to win. I'm telling you, we said this. Monday night, last night, when it came to Game 3. Why did LeBron James play so incredibly passively after during, why did he play so passively during Game 3? Why did he not try to take the game over? Why did he not try to be aggressive late in the second half? Why did he, why did he play hot potato when the ball be passed to him? Like we've seen LeBron James in bad playoff performances before. And we told you, LeBron James does things that, is un, that are unprecedented. And what he did that unprecedented on game three was he decided my team needs to be able to do it in games that I can't. So it's a social experiment where I'm going to back off and I'm going to watch my guys and they're going to win or lose without me. I'm not going to do it. We're going to win the series. We're up to zip. We're at home, but I want my guys to do it. That's the only thing that makes sense is that we're up, we're up and it's going to happen. And now I'm going to back off because eventually they're going to need the confidence that they can do it, and I also want to set up the NBA Finals. This is what LeBron James does because his star power, his status, his talent level, he's trying to set up the NBA Finals and Golden State to give them all kinds of different things to have to worry about. So what happens? That happens in Game 3, and it carries over into Game 4. You think LeBron James doesn't know how to not get four fouls in the first half? Of course he does. He's never had four fouls in the first half of a game in his career. Never had that up until tonight. He doesn't know. He hit Marcus Smart in the face on a three for his third foul. He knows. He knows when to push and lean, and I'm gonna, that's going to be a foul. He knows. The social experiment extended to halftime of game four. <laughs> because after game three, when J.R. Smith said we need the aggressive LeBron, it was, okay, we're going to start this again, and somebody's going to step up. And I don't think it's any coincidence that when Kyrie Irving stepped up late in the second quarter, to sort of stop the Celtics' momentum and get the Cavaliers back in it, that's when LeBron James comes out in the second half and starts playing aggressive. Kyrie Irving was still taking over. He was still the guy tonight. But when did LeBron James turn from a guy who was playing disinterested to back into LeBron James? When Kyrie Irving decided, I'm going to take this over. It's like that's what LeBron was waiting for. I'm waiting for one of you guys, 
want to use such and so force to take over and realize I can do it if I need to. And it was a social experiment that continued until the beginning of the second half because there's no coincidence that when when LeBron James start playing great, when Kyrie Irving said, I'll put the team on my shoulders if you don't want to. The social experiment continued through the first two quarters of this game. Just always, this one just baffles me, right? Because game three, we had a lot of strange things happen. Marcus Smart going 7 of 10 from three-point range and becoming an overnight legend. Tonight, the basketball universe righted itself. He was one of nine and no rules uh, for him tonight. You, you look at the way James came out, a couple of bad turnovers, and the numbers he finishes with are just absolutely eye-popping given how badly things began. He was shooting terribly, passive, and out of sorts. And we saw the defense have its issues, a lot of good ball rotation by the Celtics. The The problem I have with the theory, and it remains, and I, I don't have a, a viable, credible, you know, full out, fully worked out theory. We've been watching out of the Geico studios and watch the game. I think I saw 72 mummy commercials. So like Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. I don't have a whiteboard here. Hey, I don't have a glass hey, hey, window hey, hey, that hey. I'm drawing big math equations to figure it out. The mummy but, looks pretty good. No, it, it the does. The mummy looks pretty good, buddy. I'm gonna roll. I mean, it might but, not be Top Gun 2. No, but that's what he figured. He leaked that this week <laughs> in case the mummy does badly at the box office. <laughs> So he's rope-a-doping you, saying like if this that. is bad, I like just that. wait. Top Gun 2, <laughs> we're going to start filming in, in within the year. So just chill. But with the LeBron James theory, a guy who's so cognizant, right? That's the one thing we said from the moment he entered the league. The guy's a historian of the NBA. The guy knows this league and its legends and its history and his place in it, that he would do such a thing. Because all he does right now for that six quarters is he looks like a dope. Doesn't right, he, I mean, the long-term good may be there. I just still have a hard time saying I'm going to be passive. And that, even if that's the, him. the other guys need to step up, and Kyrie Irving was a man possessed, really, you, you just take some of the drives into the lane, some of the more ridiculous things you're seeing. It's like he was he putting English on the ball say, as well. Screw you. He pissed them off enough for Kyrie to say, screw you, I'll do it. I'll do it if you're going to be passive. That's what I mean. LeBron is doing things we have never seen in the NBA before, taking games and turning them into, like I said, a social experiment. This is going to be my device to get my team to step up and get angry because we need to play better than this if we're going to play the Golden State Warriors. Well, and you we know. better than this. I'm setting up the finals this way. I, I there, When there's no other explanation, because everybody we talk to, everybody on the show, every basketball analyst who makes a living at this, what have they said? I don't understand why LeBron is passive. I don't understand. No one has a reason why. They can say, oh, well, he didn't shoot well, he didn't this, everybody, but there's no reason why. Nobody can explain why LeBron plays passively. I'm telling you why. That's the reason why. He's setting things, because in his basketball mind, he's like, the NBA is mine. I'm going to do this because I'm trying to win a championship. This is what we have to do to beat them again. I'm setting up the NBA Finals with standing by and letting my guys all step up so we can get into the NBA Finals roaring with confidence and all. Kyrie can think he's me. Kevin Love can think he's me. And we're going to go in, and that's how we're going to win. Well, 17 and 17 for Kevin Love tonight. Uh, he had only two offensive rebounds, but 15 on the defense. Man, three of five from three point range, along with five assists. You look at the, the numbers overall, just some absurd stat lines. You had 19 points from players not named. Irving, James, and and Love. Just the, 
I maybe you know the MVP thing didn't hurt his feelings as much as the no days off. <laughs> maybe that really he took that to heart of people saying, "Well, you you can't take all those days off." So part of his social experiment is now to drag this series as long as he can to where uh, you only get a couple of days off on the back end before the final start. Either way, it, it was another odd-looking night, at least for the first half. The final numbers look exactly like you'd expect, right? 15 of 27 was terrible from three-point range. The distance shooting is still not there. A lot of layups and dunks that really make up for the night. Five early turnovers, didn't have any for the rest of the game, and, and to the surprise of nobody, uh, no additional fouls called in the second half. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. The Jason Smith Show. That's what makes sense. Trust me, that's what makes sense. LeBron is setting up the finals with his disappearing act, waiting for the kids to grow up. And oh, look, you make me so proud. Look, nothing can tell you the difference between LeBron's night and how it began and how it ended than these two plays. Bradley, once again defended by Thompson, uncorks a long two that's way short. Love grabs the rebound, outworked Horford. Long outlet pass to LeBron. He, oh my goodness, missed the dunk. And out comes Bradley. Bradley gets fouled on the open floor. Celtic 69, Cavaliers 68. Here's LeBron James, started by Brown, left baseline, two to shoot. Spins baseline and hammers home a dunk with three-tenths of a second remaining on the shot clock to give the Cavaliers a 96-88 lead. Cavs Radio Network on the call. That dunk by LeBron where he kind of dream-shaked it a little bit and Jalen Brown is standing and it's like, I'm like, okay, LeBron James is not going to get the baseline. He's not going to get it. And somehow he got the baseline. And that look on Jalen Brown's face when LeBron went by and was like, what the hell, man? What the hell was that? So reminiscent of How one of those iconic baseline dunks from Jordan, right? The yeah. rope-a-dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan with a little more of a hook than James went for. It. Didn't need it because Brown was so grossly out of position I mean, that was, he left him spinning around. I'm like, all right, he's not getting the baseline. He's he's right, he's he's got he's got the lady, and then he got the baseline. And, and and I got a great screen grab uh, that I just put out on Twitter at How About a Fresca of the look on Brown's face on the replay. And Yay. it's like a ghost is running by him. Again, the ghost of Goose. <laughs> See, it all ties together. Oh, Top Gun 2. Maybe, maybe he never perished. Top Gun 2. LeBron and Kyrie are flying planes now. Yay. Oh, just think about that. Greg Popovich would be the, uh, the, the, the Viper character. We actually got to do it tonight. If Top Gun 2 were basketball players. Patent pending, patent pending. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Joining us now on the hotline, our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1, getting ready for First Things First with Chris Carter and Nick Wright. Coming to Fox Sports 1 this fall is Nick Wright. Nick, what's happening, man? What's happening? Thanks for having me on, guys. Dude, as always. All right, let me let me throw you by something I, I, I we talked about for the last couple nights with LeBron James. All right, I want to throw this. I've been waiting to throw this at you for about 36 hours. You ready? Yep. All right. LeBron James has been conducting a social experiment the last two games. He knows what he needs to win in the finals. He wants his team to step up. 
Hence the disinterested play, the lack of taking over the end of game three, the first half of game four. You guys are going to do it. I'm telling you, you guys have to do it because I can't do it all the time. We're going to win. I know what we need to get ready for the Warriors. Finally, Kyrie says, you're not going to do it. I'll do it. And when did LeBron start playing tonight? After Kyrie decides, I'll take the game in my hands, LeBron turns back into LeBron, and here we are up three games to one. You, you know, it's funny. I tweeted that as like a bizarro conspiracy theory, along with the gif of the guy you see on Twitter that points at his head like I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm not ruling it out. But I think, you know, Occam's razor, the most likely answer, the, mo- the most obvious answer is probably the right one. I think the more likely thing is this. LeBron was coasting in game three. He thought they had the game one because everyone thought they had the game one. By the time the Celtics got back in it, he just wasn't engaged. And I think you can tell some- with LeBron, if he's not engaged early, sometimes he's just going to be disengaged throughout. And then today, I didn't think he was – I thought what happened today was he's gotten foul trouble because the moment he – the moment the second half started, he was – and once, you, once you're midway through the third quarter, four fouls is not that big of a deal. Once he could play real basketball again, he was back to being great. The other possibility is as simple as he was – it was impossible – for him to keep up the level of play he had been on, averaging 34, 9, and 7 on like 56% shooting. So he was due to have a bad game. But I like your theory the best. I think that's the most fun for sure. Yeah, Nick saying, hey, he was due to have a bad game doesn't carry three hours of radio or a TV show, buddy. Well, I, you know? let me tell you this. Hold on. Let me just, I'm sorry to interrupt. I will okay. tell you this. If you, if you want more fuel to your theory, go back and look at the Eastern Conference Finals last year, the Cavs swept the first round, they swept the second round, they won the first two against Toronto, and then LeBron had curiously disinterested games in games three and four, which forced Kevin, and they lost those two games, forced Kevin Love and Kyrie to get more involved, and then they went from there. So maybe there is something to what you're saying. Well, on a larger scale, though, when we see the number of open looks the last two games, is and defense was the question for the team the second half, how do they shore that up with the inevitable date with the Warriors? So a couple of things. One is this Cavs team is horrible at defense when they are not fully locked in. When they are fully locked in, they are simp- simply slightly above average. Also, if we want to again look to last year, if you remember the first two games of la- pardon me of last year's finals, the Cavs were lazy and bad on defense when they right. went down 0-2 against Golden State. This is not a team that's going to that is going to be able to be great defensively. Certainly not great defensively against the Warriors. They are going to beat the Warriors by. Their offense is just as good as the Warriors' offense when it's clicking, and I think they are able to lock in at least occasionally defensively. So, I, you know, they're not going to beat the Warriors because they're great defensively, but I think they'll be good enough defensively to beat the Warriors. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Fox Sports One's Nick Wright with us, chopping it up. And and Nick, you know, I I need every bit of, of expertise when I you know when I watch TV and I see the announcers talk about how bad Kyrie Irving's ankle is. I'm pretty sure it's okay now. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure his ankle's all right. Yeah, it was. I so people, I think, because what happened to Kawhi Leonard so fresh in our mind, people instantly overreact to ankle injuries the vast majority of nba ankle injuries are what we saw from Kyrie, not what we saw with Kawhi leonard it's usually it looks awful for about 10 seconds then the guy tightens his sneakers and is fine two minutes later like those aren't a guy being out for a series with an ankle injury is incredibly rare in real time I tweeted when he went down and slapped the floor and then started tying his shoe. I, I tweeted, Kyrie was just trying to sell the call. He's fine. The announcers were still freaking out. And by the way, with all due respect, Marv Albert, you got to catch up, brother. Like, Marv <laughs> Albert's a legend, but he called Marcus Smart, Keith Smart. Uh, he, I think he called him Keith Sweat. He had no idea multiple times that there was, like, there was a three-second call and he was calling it an offensive foul. He didn't know why they were shooting two instead of three free throws. Marv's a legend, but he is t- regularly totally confused. But I digress. I wouldn't <laughs> worry too much about Kyrie. Kevin Love looked a little gimpy near the end. And by the way, it's one of the reasons why it would be better for the Cavs had they not blown game three, because now you do have one more extra game you have to play where guys can get hurt. But I think they should be okay. You know, you say, and it it, it pains me because you know Marv is a guy I grew up with, and to hear him say Keith Smart, being a Syracuse guy, you think I want to hear Keith yeah. Smart's name again at any time in my life? I don't. Yeah, I agree with you. Me neither. I'm a Syracuse guy as well. Oh. It's it's awful memory. You might as well say, and remember Jordan Morgan because he was still moving on that Brandon Trish oh. offensive foul. That still oh. sticks with me. Oh. oh yeah, the whole thing. It's all Marv Albert's fault. No one fault. cares. No one cares about what we're talking about right now, but you and me, by the way. No, no, come on. It's I'm a Northwestern grad, so between Syracuse and Northwestern, we cover how much of sports media, Nick. I mean, that's 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 an awful lot of, of what we going. certainly cover nearly 100 percent of sports media, and I include myself in this. That finds a way to pretentiously bring up their university at every chance they get. Hey, I paid a lot for that. I mean, we used yeah, the no, five dollar wood jar. Hey, I mean, we I'm have not, to do it. I'm not. I'm not throwing stones. I live in that same glass house. All right, let me ask you one more. You, you referenced Ka- Kawhi Leonard. How much different does the Spurs roster look next year, considering Popovich went on for about three minutes about hating the three point ball, but recognizing the change of the game? Well, I mean, if Tony Parker doesn't retire, I don't know how much different it can look. If Tony Parker does retire, they have a lot of flexibility. And you, the, the name you're going to hear, and I don't know how much this helps the three-ball three part of it, but Kawhi is a great three-point shooter. Danny Green's a great three-point shooter. The name you're going to hear is Chris Paul, is whether or not Chris Paul decides, you know what, I'm going to leave the glitz and glamour and the fact that I can get $200 million by staying in Los Angeles and I want to go down to, and I want to go down to, uh, to San Antonio. I, they're not going to be able to move LaMarcus Aldridge. Like right now, would you trade the seventh pick of the draft for LaMarcus Aldridge? I wouldn't. No, you got to give up, give him away for a bucket of balls. Right. So they're stuck with him. So I, 
I think Chris Paul's the name you're going to hear. I also think the Spurs are thinking to themselves, damn it. You know, if Zaza Pachulia wasn't a dirty-ass player, <laughs> maybe right now this thing's 2-2. Two to two. You can follow him on Twitter, at GetNickWright. That is at GetNickWright, Fox Sports 1. Get set as he kicks off his first morning show on Fox Sports 1. First things first in September. So, Nick, when do you start going to bed, like, real early? Like, are you starting? Uh, like, what happens? The show starts September 5th. It'll be 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. So, I assume I got to start going to bed early by September 4th. All right, very <laughs> Just like college. That's Just the, like that, college. That, that is prep work right there. Here we are, playing you off with some Keith Sweat since uh, you brought his name up. We appreciate See that. See you guys. See you, Nick. Thanks. There goes Nick Wright. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Meanwhile, today, big changes coming to the National Football League as voted on by the owners. The first one, which is something we thought was coming a few days ago, Overtime will now be 10 minutes, not 15, 10 minutes to save wear and tear on players. This rule to me is just kind of ridiculous because what you've tried to do on overtime from the beginning is make it fair, right? But when we did overtime for so long, and everything was fine, but then, oh, because Brett Favre didn't get the football in the NFC Championship game and the Saints kicked a field goal, oh, we should change the rule and let both teams get the football. So they changed the rule let both teams get the football. All right, great. So they changed that rule, and then what happens? Both teams get the ball, but now if you have a field goal kicked, you're going to be able to get the ball back again. But if you get a touchdown, you don't get the ball again. It's stupid. It's dumb. Now they take it down from 15 to 10 minutes. All this does is give an inherent advantage to the team that wins a coin toss because they're going to have the football ostensibly for a possession. The next team is going to get it for a possession. You're not going to run hurry up. You're not going to do any of that. So if neither team scores, then the team that gets the ball first is going to have the ball most likely for the entire or or for the majority of the time in the overtime period. You're going to have the ball for the first few minutes, then you kick it back. Then if you don't score, you kick it back to them. They don't score, they kick it back to you. And you can almost run out the clock with it. You can almost run out the clock. So that's inherently unfair. I don't know why they're messing with overtime. At this point, I'd rather them get rid of overtime altogether. Because at least you have a different way that teams will play at the end of games. The drama is so different. Are we playing for a tie? Are we play- Do we need to win? Uh, you know, Suddenly the end of games become more interesting and... With there being many more ties, it probably will be about a handful of ties a year, probably six or seven ties, you would say, in a season, you know, maybe. And that would help with tiebreakers at the end of the year. You don't have to worry about, well, common opponents or here's our record in the AFC, and we have to worry about week 17 of Denver having to beat New England and Cincinnati losing to Pittsburgh and all these stupid-ass tiebreakers that happen the final week with ties – it's easier. It becomes win-lose, win-lose, and many teams that will have at least one tie will be in that case. I'd rather get rid of overtime at this point and have that because it would bring a different look to the game. You can't say it's unfair to people, and it would be easier to break ties. Forget about unfair. We keep hearing the, in theory, the NFL wants to worry about player safety and all those other things. If we're going to go down this road, first score wins again. Go back to the old rules. Or you want to make it a, a true clown show, let's bring in the college rules and just light up another 70 points before games end as we go through. 
shortening it and adding more ties. I want I want a victor when it's said and done. I don't want this to suddenly be 20, 20 ties or 10 ties or whatever ridiculous numbers we end up with at the end of the season because of this rule change, the extra five minutes, which, again, I, I could go with eliminating overtime altogether, but shortening it and pushing towards more ties, how's that helping your game? No, and how, how does that help wear and tear on the players? Because you're not going to play five more minutes? I mean, did they think, okay, when we play that long, the last five minutes, we're worried about the players' health. Oh, you're not worried about them playing 60 no, minutes right. or another 10 minutes yeah, after? No, the no, other, no. The other the 10 minutes. the last five minutes of overtime, that's what we really want. It's like the NFL sometimes, you know what they are? This is what the NFL is. The NFL is the guy you call up to come over to your house and say, can you help me move a couch? And you move the couch, and the NFL is the one that fake lifts helping. Oh, okay. You don't really have their hands on the bottom. It's, oh, yeah, I got it. No, I got it. I got it. No. If they fake lift helping you move. See, I thought you were going to go down the analogy road of, let me try this one on. Go ahead. You're gonna you're at a ball game with your friends, and you say, hey, I'm going to go get a round of beers. And one of the guys yells, hey, bring me back a sausage. Like, what? Like, I'm getting beer. <laughs> like, I'm not going to a food line. I'm going to the beer guy. Same, same kind of thing. It's like, here, you, we're going to bring you something good. We're going to change it just enough. <laughs> change it just enough to make you do a double take because you're really not going in line with what logic dictates. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.